I'm Kirby Falk, and this is the Kirby Method Podcast. This is the podcast for former athletes looking for something they love as much as their sport, whether it be a career, hobby, side gig, or new exercise routine. This is the Kirby Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Kirby. Hi team, I'm so excited to talk to you today. So I've been working a lot on the website and you can check it out at kirbymethod.com. Has some great new content on there, a good new look and feel. And this week I'm particularly excited to announce I'm kicking off a pilot community. So this will be a private community online of former female athletes and it's totally free to join. It's all about helping and supporting each other in life post-sport. So there will be a lot of content and helpful ideas and tips for really finding that life you love in life post-sport. If you're interested in joining or want to learn more, you can email me at kirbymethod at gmail.com. Okay, so now on to today's topic, finding your exercise routine in life post-sport. I think this is a fantastic topic. I've learned that a lot of athletes struggle to find their exercise routine after they're done with their sports careers. And I thought I was alone in this. You know, I too really struggled to find my exercise routine, a healthy one, for years actually after I retired soccer. And if you think about it, you know, it makes sense that athletes are struggling with this because as an athlete, you spend most of your life playing the sport. And with this exercise routine prescribed to you, I mean, that routine would look slightly different depending on whether you were in season or out of season or training for preseason. But it was a routine that was ultimately prescribed and structured for you. And I found that instead of exercising because it felt good, I usually found myself exercising out of fear of not passing a fitness test or fear of not being able to perform to the level I wanted to in a soccer game. So today I want to explore, you know, now that you're done with your sports career, how do you define your relationship with exercise? You know, what's your routine? What does a healthy relationship with exercise look like? So first I want to offer, you can think about what your main goal is with exercise. Why are you even exercising? Are you looking for a competitive outlet now that you're no longer playing? Are you trying to manage health, mental and physical? Are you looking for a community or a team-like exercise situation? I find those are some of the main reasons when I talk to athletes who are done with their sports careers, but there are others too. Then you can think about where you are now. I find that some athletes, when they're retired, want nothing, and I mean nothing to do with their sport when they are done or at least for a few years. But ask yourself, you know, are you sitting on the couch struggling to get motivated, which is true of a lot of former athletes? Or are you maybe an exercise fanatic working out intensely almost every day, or maybe every day? And one thing I want to share with you is that I fell into that second camp. I was terrified of gaining weight, of getting fat when I was done playing soccer. So I compensated by working out six days a week as intensely as I could. 
I didn't even like trying new exercise classes because I was afraid they wouldn't be hard enough and I'd have to work out after the class to make up for it if they weren't hard enough. Intense, right? But I figured it out. It took years. And so I'm hoping that some of the tips and information that we walk through today help you get through it a little faster than than I did. But um, it took me a while to find really like a healthy balanced, good relationship with exercise. So whether you are struggling to get off the couch or you're on the other end and can't stop exercising or you're somewhere in between, you know, here's what I want to offer. Number one, identify your goal with exercise. Is it to feel good, to find a team or community, find a competitive outlet, you know, manage mental health, You could have multiple, but think about, you know, your primary, maybe secondary goals. And then two, start small. So in my work as a health coach, sustainable behavior change is a wonderfully effective method in helping people reach their goals and really sticking to them. So what does sustainable behavior change mean? Or what does that even mean? Uh, I'm talking about, we're not trying to change everything at once. So when you make small changes at a time and then gradually build into larger changes, you're building those permanent, more permanent pathways, or in other words, habits. So here's an example. Let's say you're having trouble getting off the couch and aren't getting any exercise in. Start small. So what can you do for 10 minutes today? Get on the bike, go for a 10 minute fast paced walk, a 10 minute jog, dance and get sweaty for 10 minutes in your room, blasting music. Start small. And then two, plan it. So when you are doing that 10 minutes of exercise, excuse me, so plan it. So when are you doing that 10 minutes of exercise and what obstacles may come up? So for example, I want to go on a 10 minute jog right when I get home from work before dinner. Great. I'm planning when I'm going to do it. Obstacles that may come up. Mm, I could feel really tired. I Maybe I'll feel like I need to make dinner. It could be really cold outside especially here in San Francisco when the fog rolls in. So how am I going to overcome those potential obstacles? So by brainstorming around those obstacles that may come up ahead of time, you'll have a game plan and have a better chance of uh, getting through those when, when push comes to shove. So if I feel tired, can I notice the thought that I'm telling myself I feel tired and then practice telling myself it's just 10 minutes and I'll probably have more energy after I jog than I did before? Or, and or can I lay out my clothes and shoes before work so I'm making it as easy as possible to get going when I get home from work? Could I change into my workout clothes at the end of work so I'm already ready to go? If I'm brainstorming around, I feel like I need to make dinner as an obstacle, what can I do? Ahead of time, can I prep food the night before so dinner is really quick to make? Can I check in with myself and ask, you know, will 10 minutes really make a difference in prepping for dinner? Another obstacle, if it's cold outside, can I lay out those warm outdoor clothes before I leave for work? Find that hat, find that long sleeve shirt. Can I tell myself I'll get warm as I get moving? Can I also tell myself, think about that warm shower afterwards? 
So those are all examples of ways you can start small if you're having trouble getting off the couch and then really plan it out. And here's another example of starting small. So let's, let's talk about the other side of the spectrum. So let's say you're over-exercising and notice you're tired all the time or just tired about worrying if your workouts are hard enough. I know that was a big one for me. It's such a brain power suck. You know, I was tired of wasting my brain power on worrying if my uh, workouts were hard enough and worrying if I was going to gain weight. So by starting small, by, by doing the sustainable behavior change, you could swap out one of your intense workouts for a less intense workout or class. So for example, if I'm doing a lot of HIIT, high intensity interval training workout, which can be hard on the body, great for the body, uh, but not every day. So could I swap out one of those HIIT workouts for a yoga class? So that way I'm kind of tricking myself a little bit, but I'm you know, swapping out a more intense workout for a less intense workout. I could try this once this week. So instead of doing six HIIT workouts, I do five HIIT workouts and one yoga class. Do you see how you can start small and then build on it from there? So the next step, so we have one, identify your goal with exercise, two, start small, three, I want you to celebrate success. So be your biggest advocate and cheerleader, you know, give yourself a big high five or pat on the back when you exercise for 10 minutes or when you try yoga out once this week. Like really take a moment or two to celebrate and congratulate yourself. A lot of times when I'm trying to do that, I'll journal about it. Sometimes I'll even say, you know, uh, great job, like getting to that yoga class this week out loud to myself. So that's number three, celebrate success. Number four, iterate. So your plan didn't work. Something, you know, you weren't able to overcome that obstacle or you were, you were trying to get in that one yoga class and you just didn't get to it, or you were trying to get that 10 minutes of jogging in and it just didn't happen, that's okay. That's going to happen. And we're not going to get it perfectly. So instead of shrugging your shoulders and saying, well, that didn't work and walking away, I really you know, want to offer to you, you can lean into the problem and get curious. So why didn't your plan work? Were you just too tired after work? Did you have to stay late at work? Could you just not swap out that yoga class because you couldn't find a yoga studio near you and it seemed like a lot of work to find a yoga class you hadn't been in a while? Those are insights that are amazing to have. So ask yourself, you know, what could I tweak and try differently next time? If I'm finding that evenings are too hard to get that 10 minute jog in, could I try exercising in the morning or maybe at lunch? with a buddy or sign up for a class to add some accountability? Could I ask my yogi friend for a yoga studio rec? Go with her to a class? Or maybe yoga just isn't your thing. So could you try swapping out with Pilates or a walk or something lower intensity instead? So that's number four. Being able to iterate and understand why, why some things aren't working because it's not going to go perfectly. Okay, so we have one, identify your goal, two, start small, three, celebrate success, 
and four, iterating on what doesn't go well. So number five, we're building on our momentum. So as you start seeing the wins and what is working for you, build on your momentum. This is that sustainable behavior change piece. So let's say you went jogging for 10 minutes last week. Great, that's awesome. Let's build on it. So you can start building up, try jogging multiple days in a row for 10 minutes, then gradually build up the time. So you can go from jogging from 10 minutes to 20 minutes to 30 minutes. You get the picture. Or let's say you swapped out one hit workout for a yoga class this past week. Amazing. Do it again this week. And once that feels more routine, choose a different workout to swap out with another yoga class or Pilates or a walk. So ideally, when we think about, and I say I'm not a licensed medical professional and I'm not a licensed physical trainer, but what I'd recommend thinking about is, you know, is it like an every other day you have that intense workout? So instead of having six days in a row of high intense workouts, could you have one day you have your hit? your high intensity um, workout, the next day you do a lower intensity thing. So maybe that's yoga or Pilates or a walk. The day after that, you could do a higher intensity and the day after that, a lower intensity. So that's what we're gradually working towards. But notice the word gradual. So we want to build to that over time because it helps us actually build that as a habit and it doesn't feel like we're changing everything at once. So that's number five, build on momentum. And then number six, I want to encourage you to keep circling back to your larger goal exercise. So in that number one, identifying your, your larger goals with exercise, keep circling back to that. Why are you exercising? To feel good? To manage your mental health? I know I do that. You know, find a team or community. Find a competitive outlet. I encourage you to find workout activities that are really related to your goals. So for example, if you're looking for a team and community, you could join a triathlon club or sign up for a dance series where you could learn a dance routine over the course of eight weeks with a group or ask somebody to go swimming with you once a week on Wednesday nights or there are a lot of great run clubs in a lot of areas you could join or sign up for a Tough Mudder. If you're looking for a competitive outlet, let's say that's a goal, you could look for different pickup leagues or set a goal for yourself of running a marathon this year. Or find a group training for triathlons. There are so many ideas. You can get really creative and have fun with it. So that's number six. I want you to keep circling back to why am I exercising? And number seven, I want to encourage you, make it fun. It doesn't have to be all serious all the time. I recently found that I love hip-hop classes. They are so fun. There's this amazing studio. It's a couple blocks away from where I live. And I really try to go there, not every week, uh, but, you know, once every couple weeks to have fun and to dance. And I am absolutely no good at hip hop and dancing, but I love dancing to the beat of the music and just going with it. And you get your sweat on and it can be fun with friends too. So number seven, make it fun. And then lastly, number eight, remember, it takes time to find and build a routine. Be nice to yourself. Figure out what works for you. You know, I'm just a huge advocate of exercise. It's a wonderful way uh, to feel good 
uh, and keep your mental health up. Feel refreshed, good stress reduction. I love it. Okay, so to recap, identify your goals with exercise. Two, start small. Three, celebrate success. Four, iterate and understand what didn't work well. Try new things. Five, build your momentum. Six, keep working back to what your larger goal of exercise is. Seven, make it fun. And eight, be patient with yourself. It takes time to find and build a routine. So I hope that was helpful today. I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, any questions. I have a lot more content and I have some fun, uh, new and cool ideas around exercise. If you're looking to get out of your rut or looking for additional ideas on activities that you could do to make exercise fun. Um, I have some of those on my website and they're also in this new um, private community, the Kirby Method private community for former athletes. So if you're interested uh, and some more tips around exercise and ideas, you can email me at kirbymethod. or excuse me at kirbymethod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also head to the website kirbymethod.com for some more exercise ideas. Okay, well that's it for today. Thanks team, and I hope you have a great rest of the week. <laughs>